He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. Today we have an amazing week for Slate to talk about for college football. We're doing the FBS show here. Talking about specifically, we're going to get into Colorado versus Oregon. We're going to talk about Ole Miss playing Alabama and Notre Dame, Ohio State, as well as our betting picks. As always, I'm kicking Sean's ass in that. But before we get to that, Sean, can you just share a quick uh, note with our listeners from our good friends over at Bet Online? I would love to, since this is our first and the only take we've had to do so far. Uh, football is back, and BetOnline is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info. If you are like me, and you are turning down weddings, if you are turning out social hangouts this weekend because the college football slate is so stacked and loaded to the brim with good games, then you're going to want to put some money on it. I did some math, and I was 0-8 this weekend on the NFL. It's the hardest thing in the world to bet. I'm Bad done weekend. betting NFL, by the way. I, I, I am I, done. I, I can't stand it. These are the professionals. Wait, wait. But, but before you continue to read, I was trying to explain this to someone the other day, and I don't think it's 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 truly understood. I, and correct me if this doesn't make any sense. I think that college is more unpredictably predictable, and NFL betting is more just unpredictable wait that didn't come out as smart as no i understand exactly what you're saying because you're putting in your mental state okay it's college kind of anything can happen uh given that this is the it it almost makes your bet more rational whereas the nfl you have too much expectation for these pampered athletes yeah and (laughs) i'm kidding uh it's just so it's so damn difficult uh but we're looking to turn it around this week and i'm going to be doing it at bet online from week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best uh, football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BLEAVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. What a bloodbath last night. What a bloodbath. Uh, Nick Chubb took a bad injury, and I, oh. it's tough, and it was an ugly injury. Hey, oh. here's a fun thing. If I'm sitting and watching a game with you and they don't show me the injury don't show show me the injury on on my phone on your that, phone yeah don't, don't worst, shove it in my face worst Terrible bit, bit worst bit that everyone did resharing that and then everybody quote tweeting it wow that's crazy that's crazy look at this look how crazy this is like i i don't want to see it i've seen enough snaps i've seen enough uh real life injuries that's just that, that that's that's too yep. rough yep i have had my fill you were in tke in college, and you just saw your boy Brian get hit over the head with a bottle one time, and it didn't break. That's what happened. I've seen guys break their arms, break their legs, ACLs, nasty concussions. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen it. I don't need any more. Or the better way that I put it, if you've ever had anything pop before, you oh, yeah. never I saw Joe. ever <laughs> want to see that happen again. And honestly, look, knowing that there's a video of me popping my like tearing my pec. And knowing that like people have rewatched it is like disturbing to me. I can't imagine for Nick Chubb knowing that not only can he look up the video, but also people are talking about his knee just going. I we're we're done. We're moving on. We're talking yeah, about this done. game. We're done. talking about th- these games. Colorado versus Oregon, Sean. This is it, it's not the game I think that has the biggest implications on it. 
this weekend because Notre Dame, Ohio State does. We've got two top 10 teams and both of them need to establish their footing for the rest of the year. But I think that this game is the most polarizing because it's going to really help us define who Colorado is as a team. Because the past three weeks, they've had three really good wins. They put up a ton of points on the team that was in the national championship and they pulled out a close victory. They stomped out a blue blood and a former rival in Nebraska, and they put together an amazing comeback without their best player on the field. But now you're facing one of the top three teams in the conference. Are, is what happened the past couple of weeks, is it fluky? Is it you know just using the momentum of the start of the season and Coach Prime stepping in? Or are you a legit team? And those questions I think are going to be answered. I also think that this is a really good really good game for something. And this is, you know, people, if you want to say in the comments, oh, you're a hater. Again, we've revisited this. I'm not. But it is going to be a really good week to, I think, lose some of the casuals that have suddenly become college football fans and are suddenly Colorado fans. And I think that we're going to start to maybe, you know, those people are going to start to drift away if this game ends up being lopsided in some fashion. I think that Dion got himself some good karma with uh, his press conference today yes. uh, talking about the Henry Blackburn situation. And if you were doubting Colorado and anything about Dion after that, look at this video that shows you what the ki- kind of culture he is. He cares about student athletes. He cares about college athletes. Uh, he said he wants to be around the college game because he can still make an impression on the young men opposed to not being able to be heard by guys that are making $30, $40 million a year. I understand that. And this was a great example of it. The death threats, all the the doxing, mm. everything about it. But a, a football play is crazy as hell. And he basically said, settle it down a little bit. We're here to play football. All right. We're, we're, we're not we're not a part of the, the, the government. We're not a, a party for you to align yourself with and just be feverish, be a fan. Uh, it was impressive. And I think showing that the uh, Colorado is just I'm, I'm, I can be back in. I can be in mm. I, even when there's so much writing of them. I can be back in. And I think that Colorado has enough talent. And I think Shador Sanders is a good enough quarterback to keep them in the game with Oregon. I, th- I, I truly believe he is having Travis Hunter down with the, the liver laceration. That's tough. That's going to be tough. For, because you're losing two starters, both sides of the ball. It's just going to be tough for him. But you brought in 80 guys for a reason. Someone's going to have to step up. I, I just think that Colorado has – they're built of something a little bit different uh, with that energy and the spirit that they play with. Way to go. <laughs> you, you had such a good, succinct, uh, like awesome point, and then you just did – you blew it. You Why blew wouldn't it. I? Why do you have a timer on in, in at six o'clock at night? I thought that we were going at six fifteen, so I, I put that Set on. Don't worry, but don't worry about my timers. My my time <laughs> my time happens to be everyone's business now. So and that's on uh, yes. me, and I'll live with that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you you bring up a lot of really good points here, and and I think that one thing that we discussed on the last show that we did is that. They're fine, I think, at the receiver position. And I know that's kind of an insane thing to say that you're losing Travis Travis Hunter. By the way, I think it just really epitomizes the 2023 era of college football. That Travis Hunter has a liver laceration. He has a dirty hit on him. And everyone is so upset in his favor. He goes on his Bleacher Report show wearing a giraffe onesie. Yeah. 
as casual as possible. And, but this is this is the thing that I love about Travis Hunter. Like I have uh, I've been on tra- in on Travis Hunter. I've read a lot of articles about him. He's one of the most covered people in college football for a reason. He gets ball because he sat there in a draft onesie. He was like, yeah, I mean, it happens. He basically was exactly, like, yeah. You made the perfect point. He gets ball because he plays ball. It's a bunch of people that don't know ball, that didn't play ball, that are taking it too far. And yeah. Dion knows ball, and, and, and Travis Hunter knows ball, and that's because he's a football player, and he's going to be doing a Twitch stream in his – which is just far out. The entire scene is just incredible. So him knowing ball and being able to settle everybody down because it's a football game and they have another football game against a better opponent this week, they're doing the right things. Colorado and its players and its coaches are doing the right things since the fallout from Colorado State. Yes. So I think that, and what I was trying to say before I took us on the tangent they still have guys like Jimmy Horn and quality receivers. Dylan Edwards is a, such an explosive just weapon. Like he's, you know, he's kind of playing that Debo Samuel type role. He's a little smaller, so he's not exactly Debo Samuel, but he's playing that type of role where they're just moving him around. They're getting him the football. He's so freaking fast. He's so dangerous. They have the athletes, but where I'm starting to get concerned and where I think that Oregon has the edge and why they're going to win this football game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, by the way. The line's like 21 and a half. I really don't think this game is going to be a a boat race like some people think. I think it could be like a a 10-point game somewhere in that range, and it's specifically because of the trenches. The past three games, they've played three weak teams along the offensive and defensive lines, and they've gotten beaten up a little bit. Like the Nebraska game, the amount of pressures that happened in the first half – for a group of nobodies, like I've watched way too much Nebraska film for my the scouting gig I do on the side. I've joked with Keegan, who has assigned me those games, and I'm like, please stop giving mm-hmm. me Nebraska games. And I can tell you right now, that group is abysmal, and they were able to get pressures on Shador Sanders early I mean, on in that Mo game. Mokara took, took over the game at, at times. And he's a quality for, player, but he's a day yeah. three quality edge. Oregon is showing up with this game with guys like Jordan Birch, they have a really quality group of edge rushers in defensive linemen that have registered multiple sacks, multiple tackles for loss. That group is dynamic. If they don't get the ball out quick, quicker than they've been doing, like the way that they've been doing, it's been fast, but you got to get it out quicker somehow to in order to properly protect, protect Shadur Sanders. That to me, I think is where the, just the, the most critical uh, point in this game, and everyone's going to be saying that this week. Yeah, Shadur al- already has a very quick release, which I think is maybe one of his strongest skill sets is how quickly he gets the ball out. But the offensive line is going to have to have some scheme. It's not going to be cloudy to clear. Find your man, slide this way, and let's just get by. It's going to be we are scheming for these guys. In this specific play, we are blocking this way. In this specific down and distance, you are doing this, and you can't do anything else. You can't freestyle. You can't have a missed assignment because you're going to get the quarterback crushed. You will get the quarterback crushed against Oregon if you have an MA. So there's a lot of pressure on him. It's a lot of pressure knowing you're going in, but then they just need to hold up and continue their uh, assignments at the best that they can. So we're going to start actually, uh, we decided to incorporate just because betting is so big, big. Okay. I decided to start incorporating this because betting is so prevalent in college football previews these days that we want to incorporate, uh, just like a thought on like what bet we would take with this game. 
I I think that we're both on the same page here. I don't want to touch Oregon to cover. I don't want to touch the spread at all, and I wouldn't take either team money line because like anything can happen here. The line that I like, and I still like your bet though, um, Sean, I, I, I'm taking under 71 points. I really think this game is going to get brought down in scoring more than people anticipate. Yeah. Oregon has, obviously they have Bo Nix, who is extremely dynamic, and I know that they put up 80 points on Portland State, but at the same time, I think that they've been a bit run-centric in the time that Dan Lanning has took this team over, and if you are Oregon, the way that you keep Colorado out of the game is you keep their offense off the field. So I feel like there's an anticipation for me that that 71 number is insanely high. I think it's going to be a little bit closer than that. Yeah, 71, I always break it down this way, which I, it doesn't seem to work for me, but that's 35-36. Don't see the score getting up uh, that high. I am taking Colorado to cover 21 and a half. Dan Lanning already kind of put his foot in his mouth this week. Uh, let's see if he does it again. Why do you keep doing it? Why do you keep saying stuff? You're already <laughs> going to get a huge market share. This It's already, already going to go bonkers on TV ratings. Coaches can't help themselves. And now Colorado is going to have to cover. They're going to have to cover a 21-point spread. You, they Just because they will. Because they need to. Because you're already talking. You're already, you're already chatting. And you know what's going to happen before the game in, in, in warm-ups? Oregon's going to be chatting. Yeah, hey, it's going to be, hey, welcome to the big leagues. Welcome to the Pac-12. And, and then how are you not going to get fired up then? Colorado, Colorado will cover this game because they need to. Uh, we're not talking about Iowa Penn State, by the way. I have to point that out. That is one of the that game should not be on anybody's slate of games to preview. <laughs> I'm praying for anyone that feels the need to sit through and watch that game. That is going to be a game of no receivers on either side. By the way, oh. it, it is going to be just Drew Allar running, and that's going to be it. I think it's going to be seven to nothing. I'm predicting that as my final score. Ole Miss versus Alabama at 3:30 Eastern time. Talk about a terrible game, man. This game is, frankly, it's going to be overhyped. This game what is going to get a lot of attention. About? This game this is, is be a awesome. terrible game. The fact that you think it's going to be a terrible game lets me know it's going to be a classic 3.30 kick, and everyone's going to be glued and locked in at 7 p.m. You know how I know this is going to be a terrible game is because last Go year ahead. when Bryce Young was playing, this was a terrible game. This was one of the slowest, most boring games that I watched last year when they played one another. I think it's going to be a bad game because, like, look, we got to be blunt with ourselves. I think that Tulane was a little rough against – or, sorry, Ole Miss was a little rough against Tulane, and I think that they are going to come out swinging. Alabama is always a team that is going to get an opponent's best. Ole Miss knows that this is an opportunity for them to claim momentum and say, hey, put us in this conversation as one of the top ten teams. We are that good. Stop playing around with us. Jackson Dart, to his credit – has been way better than everybody has been willing to talk about. Like He has not gotten talked about at all. He has been one of the best redeeming qualities for this offense, despite the run game and Quinchon Judkins being a little slow to get going. Quinchon Judkins was almost taken out of the Tulane game. I really think that the factor, the, the big defining factor here is Jackson Dart, the quarterback position. Alabama, though, on the other side of things, to do all this quarterback shuffling is weird in my opinion. Jalen Milrow has to play out of his mind. Like, he can't do what he did against Texas. He just can't. They have a good defensive line. Their defense isn't that bad, as some people think it is. They got to be mistake-free, and they have and it, they haven't been anywhere near that over the past couple of weeks. Here's what I like about this game. Uh, it will be better than last year because 
Alabama can't be forced to play slow. Also, we have all the, the awesome dramatics from Tommy Reese sabotaging the team to make Tyler Buckner uh, have a shot to win the starting job. Uh, it's incredible what's going on there. How could you bring in two of the biggest goofballs to grace the, the sport of, of college football into your program, Nick Saban? Where, Tommy Reese stinks. Tyler Buckner stinks. And you brought him in and you let them start last week? Wait, I, I have a theory. I have a theory. I have a theory. Everybody's out there saying that this is like, oh, this is a Nick let them him play the other two guys to prove a point. I think the opposite. I think that this is a, such a mind game situation that Nick said, we're not going to play Jalen Milrow and we're going to trot out the two goofballs that stink and we're going to make them think that we're, we don't have faith in our guy. You think he's trying to play a little chess? I think he's he's got a couple chess matches going on. I think Saban's got a, a chess match going on with the college football world and then internally with, with all the mess that's going down. And then yeah. Lane's already taken – we covered it extensively today. Lane's trolling and his his just tweeting about the tide and talking about and just throwing little 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 shots at the defensive coordinator and who it really is. It it's unbelievable how excited I am how for this stupid game that's going to be twenty four to ten. I can't wait for it. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh... It's. I think we are going to see a suffocating Alabama defense and an offense that rolls for at least three quarters. One quarter that may, may stall, but three quarters they will be rolling. Wait, by the way, I realized something in our betting picks. Are, I wrote I wrote something incorrect down. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Please the, fix that. The, yes, I realized that we were both we were both wrong there. We're going to get to that in a second. I, I do agree with you. Like I, I really think that this is – I think it's going to be one on the ground. I think that's a really important thing to talk about. Whose offensive line plays better because both offensive lines have struggled a little bit at the start of the season. But here's like, I just think that Lane is finally going to get one. You know, I think that Lane Kiffin is in a position where he needs to get this, this win to really establish himself. And I also think that what is going to get eviscerated maybe in the comments and a lot of people get upset about, I don't think Ole Miss is that far off from Texas. Like, I really don't think that there is much separation between those two teams. I think that they're pretty equal. I, I, I think that there is a little bit better receiver and arm talent on Texas, but I think that there is much more offensive creativity from Ole Miss. I, I think that based on what we saw from Texas is an indicator for me that, that Ole Miss is going to win this football game. I would like nothing more. And I'm a huge fan of Lane Kiffin and how he approaches games, how he game plans for them, and his general attitude for the sport of college football. I'm a big fan of everything that he does, and 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 I shouldn't be because whatever. Whatever he's done, he's screwed over fan bases. I don't care. This is my favorite era of Lane, and I hope it continues, and I hope he gets to get his get back on his former boss. All right, betting pick. Um I don't know how you're taking this. I, I really don't know how oh, you're taking this. I need Dude, to take it. The fact that this line is Old Miss plus seven right now, like, dude, come on, come on. You can't. How am I not? How how is not everyone taking that line right now? Old Miss plus seven. Sorry, your your wording threw me off there. I felt like I was on Andor or some other science fiction show that you watch. I am taking. Uh, Shut up! <laughs> I'm taking Alabama. <laughs> 
to cover the seven. Just when it's wrong, it's right. And that is what I'm going with. Everybody's uh, rooting for Ole Miss. Everyone likes Ole Miss shtick. Everyone's down on Bama. What happens that in that point in time? Alabama says, hey, we're still at Alabama, and we're going to beat you by seven. And that's what's going to happen. I don't make the future. I just tell it. That last little quip you threw in there sucks. Uh, I was going to say, and now I kind of resent saying it, that you're absolutely right. When it doesn't make sense, it, or when it's wrong, it's right. That's that's a really good point. But then when you threw the last little bullshit in there, I'm going to just... Too- whoa, whoa, whoa. We were doing so move. good. 21 minutes. I'm moving past that. Stink. The last game, the most important game of the year for me as a Notre Dame fan. Look, mm. Notre Dame, Ohio State. 7.30 Eastern time. I'm going to be at the ND bar watching this game. I'm going to be with my people, um, which is, you know, just all the most obnoxious people in Los Angeles, if that's somehow There's possible. There's not an ounce of melanin in that bar. Not an ounce. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> look, for this game, when I look at this game, I think that last year, Marcus Freeman was dealt a difficult situation. First ever game. No quarterback stepping into a circumstance against his, the team that he played for to keep that game as close as he did and to call a defense and him and Al Golden to be in their bag as much as they were to keep it low scoring is a, a massive accomplishment. And what got Ohio State over the edge last year was C.J. Stroud, was his performance, him playing strong, consistent. I think that I look at this year, which team has the more veteran, experienced, quality quarterback? Kyle McCord has done better on a week-to-week basis, but you cannot discount the massive difference in experience, consistent accuracy. I understand Ohio State has better receivers. That is a blatant, obvious fact that Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emeka Abuka are first-rounders. But Notre Dame, Sam Hartman, Audrick Estime, they're ready for this damn game. They lost last year. This is the time. They're going to win this freaking football game. I can fucking feel it, Sean. Okay, everybody, let's take note of what just happened. This has, and I called it, the Notre Dame fan has finally reached the point where the bottom falls out. And I thought it would happen later in the year. And now it happens versus Ohio State. They're going to be gritty with you. They're going to get gritty with you in this game because they know they need to. They know they have a better quarterback. They know, uh, Ohio State knows that, Notre Dame can match with them at a lot of positions. The offensive line for Notre Dame is stellar. The running back, the running game, stellar. Sam Hartman, way better than expected and advertised. Ohio State's going to have to, what? I disagree. He has been as good as advertised in every every avenue. He was, oh, they got Sam Hartman. That's what he was. No, 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 no. It was, we got Sam Hartman, the best available quarterback that entered the transfer portal. What happened to Graham Mertz? You didn't want Graham Mertz? No, I, I remember didn't want you having a different tone a couple months ago. About Sam Hartman? What are you about talking Graham about? About Graham Mertz. What? Yeah, I said Graham Hurts stunk. Yeah, I'm sure you had a different tone about him. About uh, Sam Graham Hartman Hurts. has been as good as advertised. Don't act like we weren't all hyped up on him. Uh, you didn't say a word about him for four months, and now it's game time and he's playing well. I don't talk off-season shit for my team. That's why. Yes, you do. No, I don't. No, I don't. 
I kept calm, and now it's the week where I'm unloading. And Why can't the, you be calm? Why can't you stay calm? You know this hurts you, right? You know this hurts the Notre Dame Fighting Irish that you no, said something be, like this. No, you, no, no, you, no, you no, let the big man know. No, the, every Notre Dame fan is doing the same thing right now. I am on Twitter. Put the book of the, Adrian Martinez got, down. You got the big man involved, unfortunately. Put, put the book of Adrian Martinez down. Now, if he can't throw touchdowns, he can throw games. And that's what happens when you get the big man involved. <laughs> well, he way, will hurt you. He will hurt you. I promise you. I don't know what that book actually is. And I've tried to make terrible, horrendous, stupid guesses about what it is. Um, and, and this is like, instead of me telling you off air, I think it's perfectly fitting that I'm asking you to do this on the show. Can you get like a Sharpie, like a silver Sharpie and write the book of Adrian Martinez on the front of it? So when we I can't, reference it's too it in the nice. future, this is like a birthday gift for my aunt. I think it's like, a, uh, a, a, can you, yeah. can you find another book to do that? Cause that would be really, that'd be a really good bit. That would be yeah. a really good show. bit. I, I'll try to, I'll try to find a, a good uh, historic looking book for my book of Adrian Martinez. But this copy of Dante's Inferno uh, is just kind of a placeholder for that. Right you, now. you haven't read that once you had to finish your point I, though. I read it in high school and I hated it. <laughs> And now I have it, and I don't know. I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I, I know there was a lot of open mouth reading going on. There's <laughs> a lot. It was a lot of. No, I'm a good reader, man. I'm a good. Stop it. Stop it. I'm a good. I, I am. I am good at reading. I'm a fast reader, and I soak in knowledge when I want to. Joe saw me in classes where I, I might may have particularly not cared as much about the subject matter, so maybe my my jaw was a little slack uh, uh-huh. but okay. uh all right this continue instance, on the game sorry sorry i just don't i just don't know why you'd set up yeah i just don't know why you'd set up notre dame for this you're setting yourself up for pain i don't care i'm gonna talk my i'm gonna talk my talk man i, I don't we've gotten to the point I, i'm rather not be conservative i'm just gonna do it i have tried to be too conservative in the past i feel like this is the year it feels like this is the year sean You're you're in the this is our year territory now. Yes. You know who says that, right? Who? Cowboys fans? Is that what you're gonna say? Cowboys fans. Don't compare yes. me to Cowboys fans. Well, unfortunately, you're taking that turn, brother. I wish I could help you. Betting picks on this game, Sean. Um Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm not picking either Ohio State or uh, Notre Dame in this uh, because I don't I, I'm I'm saying that Notre Dame is going to win. Sorry, let me rephrase. But for my betting pick, I don't want to have that out there on me. I am taking uh, uh, the over 55 points. I, I think that this game is going to be a lot higher scoring than many anticipate. I think that there's the assumption that because Notre Dame is a, you know, run first run centric team that this is going to get dumbed down. I disagree. I think that if they're if they want to win this football game, they're going to be aggressive. They haven't opened it up once. They haven't tried to open it up. And I think that there is a bag that they are waiting to pull from to really show what they're capable of doing. And both teams, I mean, even if Notre Dame does get smacked, I don't think it's going to be, you know, this is expecting it to be 25 to no, no, no. 28-27 is 55. Okay. But I think that it's going to be, you know, probably more in that that 30-point range for for both these teams. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I don't think Notre Dame puts 30 points on the board personally, uh, but anything can happen. I'm taking Ohio State laying the three points. You're a dickhead. 
How you're am a I, why? You're a real why, dickhead. Not, not, no, no, I'm a bag chaser. It's not. It's nothing personal. You're a dickhead. You're a real dickhead. You know. I didn't what you're say doing. I hope. I, I didn't say I hope Notre Dame gets blown out by forty. I didn't say I hope they get embarrassed on national TV. I didn't say I, I hope that Ohio State just comes and hangs it on their heads and they got to leave and they're playing at home and all the Notre Dame faithful are going to be really upset and they're going to be like, oh, this, this, they're going to their YouTube channels and saying we hired the wrong guy and then. I don't hope that happens. You're a terrible friend. You're a bad person. I, I really don't hope it co-host. looks like the Ian book days. I, I you know, I, I really hope they look sharp and they come out rolling. You know, I, I, I think that Notre Dame has a real chance to inspire. I hate you so much. Uh, all right. Betting segment. Our three favorite betting picks for the weekend. I, to recap the standings, 9-3, and three, 75% in my bag, big stacks, you can suck it. You're 6-6 six and because six you stink, 50%, you've made no money, you're broke, 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 broke. And that's why I'm not worried about your pick for Ohio Show me State. the math. I know I've won more than six games. I know I have. Good. I'm certain of you it. You haven't. You had one week where you went 1-3. and three. Actually, I think you had two weeks where you went 1-3. and three. So I don't want to – no, 1-2. No, 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 Sorry, 1-2, one 1-4-3. One, yeah. All right, my first pick going back and forth here. Rutgers has carried me this far. I am 3-0 and against the spread betting on Rutgers. And you know what? I was gifted an absolute golden egg this week. They're playing Michigan, who has thus far at the start of the season and notoriously at the start of seasons not gone out of their way to blow out opponents. They are get up a quick lead, run the clock, and the football game. Rutgers is better than people anticipate. So give me Rutgers plus 25. The streak continues. We share the document. I, I know I know you have it written down. I see it. But for some reason, I still am shocked that you say the same Rutgers take. every. I, I, like, I think that you're going to change it up whenever you're talking about it. I, I'm going to ride what's working. Do. I'm going to ride what's working. So They're not working. Through. They're not working. Th- I'm three and all. I've made a, most of They're my betting money. They're by. They kicked the crap out of Virginia Tech. The, they have not only covered, they have exploded every single opponent that they've played. So let me let me hear your first pick. A, a 1980s Civic works, okay? Uh, my first pick, UNC giving 7.5 to Pitt. Pitt lost last week. Ugly game. Couldn't get things going. Might be looking at the end of the Narduzzi era. Uh, just through the grapevine. Uh, but... UNC has too much offensive firepower to not beat Pitt by eight points. Could you do it for your father? Could you beat Pitt by eight for your dad? I'm up here. I taught you how to throw the ball. I brought my friends. You know, this is what we're doing, all right? We know you're a good team. Could you win one for your father and cover the spread, UNC, please? Uh Tell me if this is out of pocket. I don't really care because it made me a lot. This was like one of the easiest bets I had last week. (laughs) Call it the scandal special. Maryland playing Michigan State. We've got a minus six point spread on a team that, I mean, like they, they didn't, they showed up. They didn't care. They literally, if you watch that game, I watched the beginning of that game. After a quarter and a half, I was like, oh, I am not watching any more of this. There was Mm. no effort on any, any side of the football. Uh, so I am going to take uh, Maryland minus six. Wait one second. I got to f- change my battery. Oh, sure. That wouldn't be worst camera of all time. Can't stay in focus. Can't keep a charge. Shut up. Shut up. I did like eight shows today. 
Okay. This is actually the only show I've done today. All right, continue. All right, three, two, one. Uh, that's a great pick, Joe. That's a great bet. I love that bet. That will be a personal life take and a personal life Don't me. push. Don't me. Don't I will me. be advertising this bet. You better others. not. My second bet here, America's Game of the Week for true college football fans. This is a game that we all need to root for. And this is the uh, the bet that we all need to root for. Over 56 points in Oregon State mm. versus Washington State. It's a good the one. two stepkids that were left at home. And you know what they've been doing, Joe? They've been balling out of control. They That's what they've been doing. And they're two fun, good Pac-12 teams to the core. And you know what Pac-12 teams like to do? Excite the nation. Light the candle. That's what they do. So I'm taking over 56 points. If you like college football, this is the bet you take. If you don't like it, take the under like the Nancy boy you are. You loser analytics hack. This is the bets that we take. I love this one. Pat, future Pac-12 champion of this game, the Pac-2. Uh, last one, UNLV UTEP. I'm taking UNLV minus two and a half. They just beat Vanderbilt. Okay. UTEP is just yeah, a, a lifeless carcass that is just <laughs> – they're just <laughs> – Roll them out on the field and then roll them back. That's the did that's Northwestern the hang them. 30 on them. I'm trying to remember. I think yes, they, got- they did. Yeah. They did. I don't know why this line is so close. Oh. This is what I was trying to say earlier, by the way. Sure. This is why college football betting is better because the outcomes are unpredictable, but there's so many games and there's a lot of them that the books give really bad lines on. This is one of them. Yeah, that is a tasty lick right there. I'm going to close it off with a sweater, uh, just a complete sweater. Uh, UCLA getting four and a half versus Utah. I don't know if UCLA wins this game. I think they're good enough to make it an extreme sweat and then maybe lose by two to three points. That's what I, That's how I see this thing going. Utah's a great uh, they they've at times this season they played great they played physical UCLA sometimes this season has dazzled so immovable object unstoppable force let's meet in the middle somebody win by one point that's what I'm expecting it's going to be a scary one but that's my bet all right that's it for our betting segment on today's show uh final dumb banter I want to talk about um Please cut me off if you don't want to talk about this. I texted sure. you this on Twitter. Do you know what I'm about to bring up? Uh, let me see here. Let me just... I'll, I'll give you one second to pull it up, and then I'm going to start talking about it. So, oh, oh, yes, sure. Let's okay, so we can dive in. this has been one of the worst off-seasons for horny quarterbacks getting in trouble. Uh, and then also it's bled into the season. So we had the Carson Beck snap, which was one of the most awkward pictures, first of all, and then comments that he made to a girl. Um, no Riz. And then we have this week, I've discovered there is now a Will Rogers Snapchat and a KJ Jefferson Snapchat. Sure. Um, I think that the Will Rogers uh, one is a little bit better than the other two. Um, I think that KJ Jefferson's is a little bit direct. I thought the KJ's was the best. I, I think I think that KJ's is – I'm, I'm a fan of the KJ directness. Um, Carson Beck's is easily the worst, and I think it's it's – been proven the way that he's been playing on the field he's got no juice my only thoughts on this sean we got to do a better job of not getting getting caught being horny we we got to do a better job you got to understand if you're a quarterback at a d1 school it's going to be exposing time especially in the power five conferences it's just going to be exposing time 
Uh, Zion got caught up in some pretty uh, with a pretty notable one. And I know it's the digital age and we all grew up with it and we've all if you think back, maybe maybe we could all just be lucky that somebody didn't take a photo of, of what you sent in the corny message that you had over Snapchat. I get it. I don't think I've ever been caught being this horny. I, you, you know, you get you the, gotta, you're the holding DM, up your, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. The, the, there's been plenty of times of, of sending snaps, trying to be flirtatious or DMS or whatever, but you, you never, you never bring this up unless it's, 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 I'm trying to think the way to phrase this. You never be this direct. That's all I'm going to say. It never works out. Someone will always screenshot it and send it to their friends. It never works out. You will always get laughed at. There is if never a positive outcome to these things. Especially if you're a representative and sometimes a bastion for your school. Uh, being the quarterback, you are kind of the student's leader as well as the team's leader. So if the student's leader is, and that's just attention, and they want mm-hmm. the, 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 the women that are taking pictures and exposing time, they are needing the attention and wanting the attention. I don't think they should be airing it out. Uh, but hey. That's the risk that you're running. You're throwing the dice on the board, pal. Uh, you got to know if you're going to crap out or not. And, and you're taking that chance. I'm actually kind of on the side of the girls sending out the screen grabs because, it, it, I mean, if you're playing bad, you deserve to get aired out. Like, if you're doing Whoa. bad, if you're playing Whoa. if you're playing bad and you've got no juice and in, 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 in you trying to, uh, you know, trying to flirt with girls on Snapchat, like, if you're going 0 for 2, man, like, that's on you. You know, you got to be good at one or the other. You can't I be bad at those both. quarterbacks went 3-0. and I bet they all no. uh, had Carson their, Beck uh, did not. Carson I Beck bet, did not. I bet they did because the 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 the, the, the women uh, wanted to, to post, oh, my gosh, look at this. No way. Look what he's saying to me. He wants me so much. That's what they're saying. What do you think that's – who do you think that's for? Do you think they're really taking a stand or do you think they're just trying to, to flex nuts no, on everybody? Th- well, girls, I, but, but I think they're trying to flex nuts. And then when it, when it comes to the, to the cold hours, the chilly uh, hours, you know who they're calling tech. They're texting the quarterback. I know. Cause I think that girls operate differently than you think that they do. They, I think is it's more respectable to say that you've shot down KJ Jefferson or Will Rogers or Carson Beck than it is to say that you, you know, you fell for that stupid message. Sure. I think that that's the message that they're putting out there. Yeah. But when it comes, when it, when it's gut check time, I think <laughs> it's going a little differently. Uh, such a stupid way to end the show. <laughs> at Joe DeLeon at Sanderson Radio. We'll be back, folks. Enjoy the rest of your week.